the future. A relentless, desperate wasteland ravaged by nuclear war. With the destruction of the internet and search engines such as Google, accurate information about the past is traded like currency. Two brave travelers are commissioned with the dangerous task of going back through time to gather as much information as they can to find out about the late 20th and early 21st centuries in hopes that a future society may rebuild what was lost and avoid the horror of a smoldering radioactive planet. But there is a catch. The travelers journey back across eons of time is a one-way trip, leaving them stranded in the past. Wait, what? There's no way to communicate their findings to the future other than burying reinforced time capsules in the ground. In the hopes that one day recordings such as these will be unearthed to provide a glimpse of the world that once was. This is the mission of the crispy coated robots. And it must succeed. Hey, it's Jim. And it's Joseph. And of course, George. Wow. So welcome. Oh, wow. Welcome to, uh, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Sorry, well, Jeff. the spinoff show of this show is just George. So you think oh, okay. <laughs> that is true. You're trying to say, is it George or just George? And you know, people are going to actually start looking for this thing. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll make it happen. We it is a spinoff. Should. George. It should. George and Pappy's adventures would be amazing. That's right. Watch. Uh, but today's episode, welcome to episode 115 of Crispy Coated Robots, and it is top television spinoffs. So this is a show or shows that uh, came from another show, sometimes the flagship show. So sometimes the show is actually better than the original show, uh, but uh, comes from a, a TV show. And the second topic, Mr. Johnson Nebulor. Best fast food desserts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we once again have been asked to remind everybody no wagering on the outcome of this show uh, on the categories. And uh, just again, our mission, we are gathering and accumulating this information to send into the future in this little canister that are supplied to us every week. And uh, in the hopes of avoiding preventing the uh, nuclear war to come the big glow and uh joseph uh, got sent back through time nebulor the cyborg joseph johnson um about 42 episodes uh, uh tom was telling me today you've been with this for 42 episodes so uh so the question 42. a big question is when are you going back <laughs> <laughs> guys i swear to god it feels like it's only been 41 episodes <laughs> Well, it actually has. Today is the 42nd episode. So, oh, well, there you uh, go, then. You're right. With the spinoffs, can Just George be one of them? I mean, does it have to be a spinoff? That's, that's not that it is it actually produced. Real, okay. It actually has to be a real thing. And plus, we're not on television. I don't know if you understand yeah. what a podcast is, Jim. I know well, it has to be as a spinoff of a show. Three hours said. on the makeup chair, you know, uh, for this show. And, and I appreciate it, but, uh, nobody is seeing anything that's happening here for good reason. <laughs> just, just by the, the picture of just George should beat some other shows, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, and let's move on to our first, let's do, a, <laughs> let's start off with the desserts tonight and do the Ooh, uh, good idea. Best good fast idea. food desserts. What you got, Joseph? 
All right, Jim, near and dear to your heart, because you're not only a former employee, but oh. you're also a fan. We might have uh, a site save number five. This could be exciting. Taco Bell cinnamon twist. Yes. Oh, that's my that's my number five. Yes. Right I, I, right a triple five. Bat. A triple five. Wow. There you go. Uh, nice. So uh, this is a great little treat. I think I shared the story before of how the first time I ever had these, we were at summer camp together, Jim. Uh, we were staying in a dormitory, and yes, there was right. a there was a Taco Bell uh, just out of the parking lot. We were at university, like Stephen F. Austin University, and there's a Taco Bell in the neighboring parking lot. So we went there. You picked them up, and you got them. And the cinnamon treats, you know, we we're eating them. But I guess we had multiple bags because we left some on the window ledge, and we went to our sessions or whatever, and came back. And I start eating them and notice that the cinnamon was moving because ants had gotten all over it. Oh, uh, my first that's experience. A, that's a delicacy. <laughs> yet I yeah. still love them. I that still was my love first them. experience with Taco Bell because there wasn't one uh, where we lived at the time. That was my first experience. Taco Bell, Stephen of Austin. Do we so, want to talk about what these are or just leave it with its uh, cinnamon? No, they're, they're covered with ants, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> they're covered with ants. Uh, no, let, let's talk about that, George, because in my research, because I, like so many other people that love this dessert, had no idea what they actually were. They were it's, just light and it's, fluffy. It's packing peanuts uh, with the, that they coat with cinnamon, right? No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's these little uh, rotini-shaped puffs of corn uh, and, and rice, and then they dust it with that cinnamon flavor and sugar. It's not real cinnamon, I, I don't think, but, and it's not so much a churro, uh, but they're kind of, they're hot. Churro-esque. <laughs> they're they're churro-esque. Yes. Um, As kinda, a former employee, uh, we had to make ta tacos and beans and stuff, but we never had to make these. These are always prepared. That's suspicious. So there's something <laughs> suspicious about that. Don't I you think agree? there was like, we had like a, um, a, a fry person that came in twice a week and made all the stuff that was fried oh, really? and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She was actually deaf. So she came in and she came in twice a week. And she, <laughs> no, this is, 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 no, I remember her name was joy. She came in twice a week and she fried everything that like for the week, including the Did cinnamon she twist. Did lose her hearing because of some frying accident? Or no, what? no. She just, but, this was her job choice. So, she was the fryer. Joyce, like the you, deaf. You can be the you can be the fryer, but you know we're gonna have to. I can't take make your this stuff up. You. But yeah, so but uh, yeah, so those weren't prepared by myself like the other stuff was. So, wow. Well, you know what's what I like about this dessert is it's really clean. So you know there's some desserts that are kind of oozing and dripping and melting and all that kind of gooey stuff, and and I like those too. But this is perfect for Taco Bell because you're eating it on the go, you know, with one hand and it's not too sweet. It's just simple and a perfect balance for the kind of the saltier stuff that you would get at Taco Bell. So very good. We're off to a great start. Episode 115. Nice. Yes. All right. So let's move on now to the spinoffs. Joseph, what's your number five? From 1993 to 2004, Frasier. Uh, oh, yeah. This is considered to be one of the best sitcoms uh, in television history, and it happens to be a spinoff of Cheers. Uh, yeah. And no one really thought of it, you know, as being something that was going to be such a hit 
because you deal with this sort of minor character, Dr. Fraser Crane, who was the boyfriend of Diane Chambers, you know, sort of the uh, love triangle between the uh, them and Sam Malone, you know, uh, and they were like, let's make a show over it. And it was done by the same writers as Cheers. And lo and behold, it, it's become like this huge thing. So it sort of stands on its own. Sort of to your point, George, a lot of people would say as as famous as Cheers is, a lot of people say that uh, Frazier's better. So there yeah. you go. And, and on paper, uh, this didn't look like much. You really got to hand it to the writers because he wasn't that fantastic of a character sitting at the bar and you know cheers was always just at that that bar most of those shows uh and he would come in and he wasn't excessively likable or you know really anything about this character and uh but it it really it worked and well the, the writers kind of spin the, the the not the fish out of water but the opposite you have this pompous guy and he comes from his brother's pompous too and they both have this dad who's the down to earth you yeah. know who has yeah. the same chair and has a dog and you have that kind of uh, whole juxtaposition right there which which really kind of made the whole show work yeah when i first saw it coming out, i was like this is not going to work and it lasts all the seasons and my, it's my, i think it's my mother's favorite show i, I was going to say my mother loves this has it on um, dvd I don't think she's ever seen a single episode of Cheers. <laughs> there you uh, go. There you go. So, yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, George, what is your number five spinoff? All right. The original television show for my fifth entry, it's, it's a, a crime procedural that shows the police investigation of a crime uh, d- during the cold open when they have the before the credits and everything. That's the cold open. Uh, and then the prosecution, the, the case by the, the district attorney. And uh, here we go. There it is. <laughs> you don't have the narration, George? No. In the New York penal system. In the New York penal system, there's a law and then there's order. And da-da-da. And what about, what about, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the best part. The da da da. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's all that Tom pulled for me was, was that. And I'm oh, grateful, wow. grateful for it. Tom. Well, he, he did it like at four in the crispy coated penal system. There's George pageant. So, you know, so which, which spinoff is this law and order? Uh, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Uh, is it the this, one with Jerry Orbach? Uh, no, no, it's, it's not, but you know, the, the original show started back in, in 1990, this is law and order, true crime. Okay. This was, uh, in 2017, they had one season, eight episodes, and it's what's called an anthology series. So is that Donna Frio? It's, it's the Menendez brothers. Oh, okay. They just, it's the dramatization of the trial of Lal and Eric Mendez, the, the true crime, thus the name true crime. Uh, and they were convicted for murdering their parents, uh, in 1996. So, uh, law and order, true crime. Okay. Eight episodes. My Thank you. George, I appreciate <laughs> oh my that. Gosh. That's not going to get old at all. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the funny thing is uh, law and order. I've seen a few episodes, but every time I hear that, I think immediately about the movie hall pass. <laughs> I do too. I do too. <laughs> All right. So uh, my number five is one of the um, most successful sitcoms uh, and spinoffs from Happy Days, 
started uh, oh. January 27th, 76 to May 10th, 1983. I'm talking about Laverne and Shirley, who starred on an episode of Happy Days where Richie was having a rut with girls. So he goes on a date with Fonzie. He says these girls are easy. And he has Laverne and Shirley they go out with, and they are tougher girls and, and women that Richie's ever been around before. So uh, we get to see their lives in the sitcom. And, of course, we're treated to the uh, – Great duo of Lenny and Squiggy, who had the classic classic door entry thing. What kind of idiots would do that? Hello! (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's funny how they got the role. Apparently, um, you know, Michael McKean and David Lander were part of this comedy troupe, and they they did one of those anthology movies back in the day called Cracked Up. I forgot what the name of the troupe was, but they were actually – doing this Lenny and Squiggy acted parties. And apparently they did it at Rob Reiner's house. And they said, you should do yeah. something with that. And they ended up getting the Lenny and Squiggy role, which was probably one of the, for guys, you know, we're, we're interested in Laverne and Shirley and everything, but uh, the whole Lenny and Squiggy, uh, you know, we Carmine just wasn't Fonzie enough for that show. I'd rather go with the, they went with the nerd Fonzie with Lenny and Squiggy, but you know, Maybe it went, <laughs> It ran a couple seasons too long. You know, I didn't like the California move and stuff like that, but uh, everything else in the show, funny stuff. I think it was, it's another one of my favorite mom's favorite sitcoms. It reminds her of Lucy and Ethel. They were the, basically the Lucy and Ethel of the seventies. So it worked in the Milwaukee brewery. Yes. Yeah. That was the best. Yeah. Oh, a great theme song too. That. We're going to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Any chance they we'll make it. You know. Put that glove on the bottle and it would <laughs> travel through. You know. Another great uh, opening too. So it's a classic. It's, it's funny you talk about uh, um, oh gosh, I already forgot his name. The Spinal Tap director. Mike uh, uh, Rob Reiner. Yeah, Rob Reiner. because uh, later Michael McKean would be in Spinal Tap as Yeah. I mean he was married to to Penny Marshall too from uh, Laverne Shirley, who played Laverne. So Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yep. You didn't know yep. that? Sorry. Yeah, meathead. What's the matter meathead. with you? I wasn't in, invited to the wedding. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Lenny and Squiggy had, they, they painted the inside of their toilet bowl black. I just remember <laughs> the girls being disgusted by that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. That's a good one, Jim. Somebody put, uh, on, somebody put on YouTube. Happy. Maybe we can put a link on too. Uh, they put a link of every door opening by Lenny and Squiggy from the oh, entire wow. series is on YouTube. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Tom can, can you, he's shaking his head. No, I don't right. know. So let's move he's on got, to he's back. He's got an attitude team. lately. I don't know what his problem is. Uh, but yeah, uh, Happy Days had a lot of spinoffs. Oh yeah. Which, uh, oh yeah. We'll probably get to some more in the list, but let's, oh. move, back. let's move back to desserts. And uh, okay. what is your number four, Joseph? Uh, previously mentioned in an earlier episode, McDonald's apple pie. That's right. <laughs> they stopped frying in 1992, but I still like it. Uh, to sort of go off of why they stopped it is because people got health conscious, but you can still get the fried apple pie in Mexico, Brazil, Greece, Ireland, Egypt, Hong Kong, and in the Hawaii. only state. What is it, George? Oh, sorry, I ruined it for you. Yeah, Hawaii. Okay. Hawaii. Yeah. So there you go. The, now, the McDonald's. McDonald's Aren't apple pie. Are you going to do uh, take an investigative team to Hawaii later this uh, year? We will be researching that later <laughs> this this year, hopefully, wow. and uh, and we will post some uh, pics for everyone of a crispy coated robot eating a 
actual fried apple pie. So can there you, you bring those, can you bring robots investigative report. Yes, I will bring you guys one back. How's that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crispy Coated Robots presents. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> oh, there <Yep>. we go. <laughs> I <All> start right. <laughs> flinching. <laughs> George, what is your? Make it stop. Uh, so this is going to be Jack in the Box, uh, the chocolate overload cake. And, uh, you know, a lot of fast food chains, they'll, they'll have some kind of chocolate cake on their dessert menus. But the quality can be. You know, it can vary uh, pretty widely, but Jack in the Box, every time uh, it's, first of all, it's made with real ingredients like buttermilk and semi-sweet chocolate chips and has just this rich, rich chocolate flavor, never dry, uh, as you would kind of expect from a a burger place, but uh, just perfect. The chocolate overload cake. Gotcha. 1600 calories. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ruin the show. <laughs> my uh, my number four uh, was started when the restaurant started in 1969. The Wendy's Frosty. Oh. Which, which was a combination of uh, uh, apparently light chocolate flavors, what they officially call it in Wendy's. Combination of chocolate and vanilla. And the thickness of the Frosty depends upon the, the probably the uh, actual... How, how good the Wendy's is, you know, with fast food. If you go into a good Wendy's, they make it right. If you go into one, it's not so good. But, uh, uh, you know, now they've kind of made additions to it. They put Frosty and coffee now and stuff like that. But the original one, back when they opened the restaurant, his yeah. original um, dessert, Frosty, is my number four pick. Yeah, so this that is, is, uh, that is my it, number two. Wow. This is my number three. Ooh. Oh, we got another. Look at we that, got guys. another three-way. But, uh, okay, I have to add on to mine. I put... Wendy's Frosty parentheses and fries because oh, that combination the, the is just oh wow oh, Joseph dips so the good. fries and the Frosty oh my gosh so good so <laughs> one good of those, one of those guys <laughs> one of those guys <laughs> he's a Frosty dipper <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry you know that, Joseph Johnson <laughs> yeah I know him he's a Frosty dipper. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those guys. I know the theme of this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, George, do you dip in the frosty too? I'm a civilized man. No, okay. I don't. I don't do that. No, no. I but I, people, I, in Joseph's defense, I hear a lot of people do that. I, I do, and it's maybe a thing. Joseph, maybe it's a thing. maybe you can introduce me to the world of oh. fry dipping. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I haven't. Uh, I hear sometimes people put nuggets in there. They're like putting everything in. No, yeah. it's the glorious uh, combination of of you know sweet and salty, cold and hot. It's it's just perfect. It's just perfect. <laughs> it just sounds gross. He's a frosty dipper. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's move on now to the number four. Uh, oh boy, uh, number four spinoff. What you got, Joseph? Nineteen seventy-five to nineteen eighty-five. The Jeffersons. Oh, wow. that's right. They are moving, moving on, on up. up. To the uh, this is this is a great great show for several reasons. You know, uh, it comes from All in the Family, uh, and you know Sherman Hemsley owns it. It's basically a nouveau riche type family. He's a cleaner, uh, and they're sort of you know moving up to the high rise kind of thing, as the theme song says. 
But uh, what's great about it is that they're very innovative on several things. First of all, it showed African-American family that actually, you know, they, they weren't in poverty. It wasn't like good times. Uh, but more importantly, it had uh, a, a, a biracial uh, a couple for the first time. Yes. Lynn Kravitz's um, mom yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. was in it, you know. So there's several, there, there's several things that this show was uh, to a lot of people in the sense of like seeing new faces, different faces and all that. Uh, like I said, terrific acting and all that. They did actually have a uh, spinoff. Of the Jefferson. So right, the spinoff of the spinoff, yeah. uh, Checking In, uh, the Florence Johnson character by Marla Gibbs, <laughs> yeah. lasted only eight episodes where yeah. she worked for a hotel. It's kind of like the green thing with work. Sanford and Son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight, eight episodes too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Had it's to go funny. back and work for George and Wheezy. <laughs> George and Wheezy. Yeah. I, I met Sherman Hemsley. He actually came up to a radio station I was working. He was promoting <laughs> a single that he did which was a cover of the song Louie Louie. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> he was very, he's very handsy. Just, he was very wow. handsy and very friendly. So I was like, this is, this is a different guy than, than George Jefferson, but he was handsy. Was he groping you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, you know, he's a, he's a hugger. <laughs> the, you know, that whole thing. So that's not, it. no, a hugger is different from handsy. A handsy he, is. Was okay, he hugging he your flesh. buttocks? <laughs> no, he's been like, that's Jefferson did not grab my buttocks. Hand. Anyways, <laughs> the song, as we all know now, the song was not a hit. It did not make the charts. So uh, if, only, <laughs> if only you were given a chance, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Louie, Louie. George. Why did that need to be re? Okay. Yeah. Let's move I'm on. I'm just telling you, uh, I met the guy. No, but you said he's handsy. That's somebody that is very affectionate and gives hugs is different from handsy's. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say right now. Okay, so let's move on now to uh, show me show me where the bad Jefferson touched <laughs> you on the doll, Jim. All right, so now <laughs> let's go and uh, move on to George. George, what's your number four? All right, I'm excited about this. Uh, only one season, 13 episodes. Uh, this does have Jerry Orbach in it, uh, Amy Carlson, and Big uh, It is Law and Order Trial by Jury. <laughs> oh, okay. geez. another one. So, <laughs> another one, really. You, know, okay. this, you got five no, 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 no. Listen, this is different because this involved the preparation by the legal teams, both the prosecution and the defense for a jury trial. Okay. So this is the first law and order spinoff that <laughs> unfortunately was canceled because Jerry or Orbach died uh, oh, while the show man. was in production. But uh, from March, 2005 to January of 2006 uh, law and order trial by jury. Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> My number four is from another, it's from a legal show, but it's not law and order. Thank God. It's a spinoff of a show hey, called. I'm not dissing your things. I'm being supportive. I just said, thank God. Your... You know, two and No, all. that is not. No. All right. It's a spinoff of the That's... TV show, The Practice. Uh, and several characters moved on to make Boston Legal, which lasted five seasons, uh, which starred uh, William Shatner and, and Jim Bader as attorneys. And, I think this, this, apart from Captain Kirk, this is probably William Shatner's best. When I heard William Shatner was in the show, I thought it was going to be like, you know, I'm not watching that. When I watched it, his Denny Crane character is excellent. <laughs> he's vain. Yeah. He's gross. He's everything that, uh, everything you Did want he, from a, uh, Didn't he win an Emmy? Oh, yeah. So, did, so yeah. did Spader. And Spader's really good yeah. in this, too, as 
when he, especially in a lot of his legal arguments that that end some of these shows but touch of comedy um drama everything kind of wrapped in they had so many stars kind of going through this thing to that candace bergen james spader they had uh julie bowen from modern family was on the show for a while um and the, the one of the things i loved about the show was the opening they would always kind of come in with their theme song the best one was and i don't know if you guys have watched the show but there was a there was a show there was a character played by christian clemenson with asperger's disease uh and he you know he would brought out things and go into different characters but the opening, uh, you don't know where the song comes from. He goes, I have the song playing in my head. I just don't know what it is. Well, can you sing it to me? He was like, bam, bam. So he actually, his, the theme song of the show was done from this, this guy. And the way they, they set it up was so good. I just love the intros for this show. Uh, I could just sit there and watch the intros. I wish someone put like a whole, uh, like they did with the Laverne and Shirley thing, just put them back to back. That would be uh, Tom. You know. Tom's Tom's working on that. Okay. So no, my number he, four is Boston legal. He's shaking uh, his head in the practice. You know, I tried to watch some of that cause I like Boston legal. It just wasn't the same. It was, I, you know, to me it was, it was kind of the regular law show. This really mixed it up. So we like law and order. <laughs> yeah. Like law and order. <laughs> hey, 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 come on. We move now to number three and then we'll take a little break after that. Maybe the slap George silly, uh, but <laughs> slap the law and order at George, but uh, <laughs> seriously guys bringing Paul Sorvino to say, Hey, it was just a show. Get a life. <laughs> bringing some law and order uh, people still alive, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Anthony Anderson, now, George, get a life. Um, so now we're on now to our third dessert. Go ahead, Joseph. I already did it. Frosty. I'm oh, a frosty wow. dipper. George. Oh, <laughs> He's a frosty dipper. That's what he is. <laughs> uh, so while other fast food restaurants have the ice cream or candy bar bits or hot pies and all the oozy cakes and things that we were talking about, Subway sandwiches simply has cookies and uh they have the ideal texture just gooey enough they're always fresh uh you know they all, all their bread and that type of stuff always fresh uh but uh just proving that a fast food dessert doesn't have to be elaborate they they look ordinary but they're so good i mean they've got raspberry cheesecake and white chocolate chip macadamian uh, chocolate chip uh so good my favorite the oatmeal raisin uh and jim you know this is part of my pre uh show ritual not the podcast show but when we play music uh, we have a gig this saturday before i play i will have a subway <laughs> sandwich very very specifically made and uh i will have an oatmeal raisin cookie and he will uh, throw it in your face if you don't get the order right <laughs> i i exactly right. I've never <laughs> I, well, yes, I needed a cer- I need the sandwich a certain way. And Jim did well. He he got it. But yeah, he was a little scared. It was a very, very tense moment. That's the most tense moment in the band's history. Getting the right <laughs> sandwich order for George. Uh, my number well. three. You did number, well, son. <laughs> my number three is also very simple. It's But sometimes it might be the hardest item to get. Because if you go to McDonald's and they say our ice cream machine is broken, oh, you're out of luck. Yeah. I'm talking about the plain vanilla cone at McDonald's that you can get that costs, you know, just over a dollar. Uh, it's a nice little treat. It's not too heavy. And the, uh, 
the only problem is, uh, like you say, not, if you go, not too heavy because you can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem is if you go uh, past nine, apparently the ice cream machine is broken. Or if you go to a McDonald's that doesn't want to clean the ice cream machine, the ice cream machine is broken. There's actually so many ice cream machines broken. They actually have an app that tells you yeah, which ones are actually yeah. working. <laughs> so, 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 so let's talk about this a little bit because this didn't make my list because of that reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so 24 year old Rashid Zaid uh, created the McBroken app and McBroken. Uh, it. It, it is it is an app that tells you whether or not uh, the ice cream machine is working or not. And it's not because it's broken, I found out in my research, as much as it takes over four hours to clean these machines. So when they start up during the day, there's going to be a period of time, four hours, where the machine is not working. So that's why I didn't make my list, because I'm with you, Jim, but I have... My number two that will say what I chose over that. So sort of a little bit of a you know teaser oh, tease there. There tease there. That's good. No, so. nobody cares, Joseph. Uh, the um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. I, I talked to somebody recently, Jim, about the ice cream uh, machine thing that that was a former employee of of McDonald's, and they said that one of the problems is with this machine when it does go down they are not allowed to fix it. You actually have to call this company. Tell me this is not a racket. There's this company that they get these machines from and they have to dispatch somebody to fix it. So they can fix other things within the, the restaurant there, but this it's like, no, you you have to have the qualified technician to do it. Or I guess it voids the warranty or something like that. So, uh, what a scam, what a scam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, on that note, let's go ahead and move towards our intermission uh, tonight. So I believe we uh, can go ahead and do that. Okay. Oh, have- look, it's a, it's an it's a McDonald's ice cream machine. <laughs> oh, Listen. Nice. oh, it's not working. Yeah. It's not working. It's going to oh. be silent for three so minutes. So we're going to have to go with Curtis tuning a piano. I don't know who Curtis is. but Who's uh, Curtis? I don't know. That's what I got. Curtis tuning a piano. Did they say like Curtis in the background? Oh, yeah, I can tell that's Curtis. <laughs> Come on, Curtis. Uh-oh. Ooh, this is getting good now. Turn it the other way. Is that it? there are 88 keys on a keyboard are we gosh This this has got to be the worst one of these things we've ever done. (laughs) Wow. Tom outdid himself. How long is this going to go? Okay. 
Okay. Is it done? I think I'm, it's done. I, I'm saying it's done. Uh, honestly, <laughs> if we, it would have been a better to listen to the ice cream machine. That, uh, think, <laughs> well, that break that between George's Law and Order shows will, you know, as we move on now back to the TV spinoffs. Uh, Joseph, what is your uh, number three uh, today? Number three, uh, Star Trek, The Next Generation. Uh, 1988 oh. to 1994. Uh, talk about like a huge juggernaut. You know, uh, this is one of those that where the original is wonderful and it's nostalgic and all that. I think that this really gave it the, you know, brevity of, of the show itself, because not only was it a great television show, it did the movie spinoffs and then all the spinoffs that came from it, from Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, Discovery, uh, Picard, you know, uh, Power Decks, Prodigy, all these things came from, you know, the imagination of Gene Roddenberry. And I think the thing that separates this one from the original is uh, the creativity was still there from the original, but they now had the technology to really sort of see his vision. So Star Trek, the next generation. Wow. Yeah, this is, this is really good. Um, and what I love is they didn't try to just redo star trek uh the characters are unique their situations are, are unique um stay away from the movie where picard and uh shatner get together uh that that's ridiculous uh but uh yeah good one these are some good all right ones. uh george let's move on to yours okay well this one uh my third entry two seasons 26 episodes okay uh, and this is going to be law and order organized crime. Oh, okay, it, right. and the name of sad Waterston <laughs> is going on in here. These are good shows. Okay. Uh, and, th but this one, what I like, all of these are different too. Okay. They focus on different aspects. Okay. This one, just shut it's up. about law or order. <laughs> I think that's all you have. Mariska Hargitay says, please stop. No, George. I've, I've got, I've, I've got other stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, this one, it, it has the cases. This is the, um, investigated by, uh, Elliot Stabler. Okay. That as part of the task force, they're going after organized crime. The, the, you know, that group, really? and, uh, the show I know by the title. <laughs> so the show focuses on, the detectives that investigate them up. Uh, when NBC announced this fall schedule in, in June of 2020, uh, this was the only new show if that tells you anything, the only new show that they had on, on Thursday nights. So there law and order organized crime. What in the name uh, of Fred Dalton Thompson's going on? <laughs> these are good entries. <laughs> All right. So my number uh, number three is a spinoff of Petticoat Junction with Uncle Joe. But you have to go spoil everything. What they have Green Acres is the uh, uh, is the spinoff Fish Out of Water story with Eddie Albert and Ava Gabor as a rich couple. Famous theme song too, where they leave New York and go live on the farm with Mister Douglas and Mister Haney and all the characters from Green Acres. Uh, but it was like it was kind of funny. It was it was in the the whole rural um, 
uh, sitcom thing they were trying to get rid of and they ended up getting rid of in the 70s and started bringing in the All in the Families and the Jeffersons thing. But this show had some real surreal elements to it. Uh, which was kind of weird. You know, you'd see the different things that they pulled down a shade and it'd be the director's name would be on it or stuff like that. It would kind of really kind of mess with TV. And they actually did a whole arc about a pig, Arnold Ziffel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of an inventive show for something that you people look down as like, oh, it's just one of those rural shows. But I think they took the, you know, what their opportunity and they really ran with it ran for uh you know 170 episodes six seasons uh, so from petticoat junction which another one of my favorite shows uh from that whole rural bit because it had uncle joe edgar buchanan in it petticoat uh, junction <laughs> come on the intro for yeah. oh my oh, god yeah. little boy it's like that, that made boys to men tower. right there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they were like bathing in the water tower and then their dresses yeah. come over oh my god that's right <laughs> water water never tastes so good yeah Uncle Joe Hooterville. And they call it Hooterville too. Yeah. Jeez. That right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on now to the dessert. We're up to number two. Joseph, what you got? So uh unlike your your McDonald's ice cream cone, which I do like, don't get me wrong, I do like it. I just wish it was more consistent. Uh for people from Texas, especially, uh, but in the South, uh, people are familiar with this. It is the Dairy Queen ice cream cone. Uh, this one. is, this is known as the, uh, Texas stop sign, uh, the low logo, because whenever you're driving, you know, you're in a small town, whenever you see the dairy queen, you know, is this, um, is this one covered Joseph or just plain vanilla, or is it like has the chocolate shell on it? So, so when, down? when we go to Houston from San Antonio, we always, we always have to stop at dairy queen and, uh, my wife gets the, the chocolate covered one and I get just the regular one because I, I'm driving. And <laughs> the thing about it is that yeah. sucker is messy. Whenever it gets that, that chocolate, you know, uh, gets, gets solidifies and all you that, that you shell take... wrong and the whole thing's coming in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. True. So I do like it, but uh, wherever I'm driving out, I'll, I'll go with sans chocolate covering on that so there you go the dairy queen ice cream cone and nice. i have never known a dairy queen their ice cream machine not to work so again yeah that's that's their bread and butter they, they gotta why that, you know what that that's exactly it whenever the the uh, chain was created back in the 1940 all they served was ice cream uh, you know, the hamburgers, the belt busters and all that came <laughs> later. Uh, really, all they served was ice cream. So uh, they were one of the original soft serves. It's funny how that in these still hot, try to be healthy days, they still serve the belt buster. <laughs> it just sounds like you've eaten so much food that your belt is really going to bust at Dairy Queen. That whole that whole notion of like here's the, the obese sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch your belt bust in front of your eyes, a Dairy eat, Queen. Uh, eat three of these a week, and you're guaranteed obesity. <laughs> that's a strong sandwich right there. Um, <laughs> all right, George, what is your number uh, two? My number two is the Wendy's uh, Frosty, the chocolate Frosty. Uh, without the fries. So Okay. And my number uh, two is Take It Back to Dairy Queen. Uh, introduced in 1985, it is The Blizzard, which has sold Ooh. more than 100 million blizzards since then. Yeah. George, you mentioned this earlier. One. Yeah, you mentioned this earlier about, you know, ice cream with stuff shoved in there, and they pretty much have every kind of blizzard possible. Oh, I mean, yeah. The best one, you go back to the original, I think it was the original kind of cookies and cream for me to have the 
Oreo Blizzard, but now I have. Yeah, they've got the Oreo, the cookie dough, the banana split, the strawberry cheesecake, the Butterfinger. Yeah. My wife's favorite is the Heath Bar. Uh, they got Snickers, M M&M and M Blizzard, which I don't like that because when the cold gets to the M and Ms, it just turns it into gravel. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I completely uh, agree, George. Yeah, I completely yeah, I'm, agree. It's the same to a Snickers a little bit. It makes that Snickers extra hard too. But the peanut butter cup to me is is a good. That's the one. For so me. so we got to talk about we got to talk about you know the the gimmick of this when they oh, give yeah. it to you when they hand it to you what do they do they they turn it upside, <laughs> upside down. down they yep. turn it upside down you know this is this is sort of a spinoff of a. Uh, what people from up north uh, recognize as a concrete, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's so thick that it, you know, you can turn it upside down and it will not come out of the cup. And gravity be damned. Yeah, our listeners, and they've done that from the very beginning with these things. Jim, you said 1985. That's when they reintroduced it. Okay. This was actually something they had uh, back in the 60s, um, and but it really the marketing machine of it when they brought it back in, in 85 uh, they really started marketing, marketing it uh, in that way. And for those listeners outside of Texas and that general vicinity, there's over 600 Dairy Queen stores, restaurants in Texas, but it is kind of a, a Texas phenomenon. Um, but uh, yeah, it is so good. Nothing else like it. Well, it's been, um, and it's so good too. You know, you got something good when people try to rip it off and try to make their own, like the McFlurry and the Sonic Blast are basically. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, uh-oh. sorry, sorry. I'll shut up. I'll <laughs> shut up. And <laughs> No, but that's my number one. So I am I am done with uh, the desserts. Okay, so okay, so my, that's my number two. So we'll move back to um, number two for the spinoffs. Joseph, what you got? Okay, uh, I'm Jim, George, I'm going to give you a little trivia here. Okay. Uh, this spinoff comes off of a two-episode arc from the Danny Thomas Make Room for Daddy ep- uh, uh, series that was from 1953 to 1965. What show came from that? Uh, Andy Griffith. Andy it was Andy Griffith's show. That's right. Exactly. So Mr. Danny Law and Order? I, the, I just shot an arrow into this guy. I had no idea, honestly. Yeah, so 1960 to 1968, Andy Griffith show. Uh, this is considered to be one of the all-time, you know, television classics, you know, featuring uh, Sheriff Andy Taylor and his son, Opie, uh, and and B, all of which were part of the original episode. And, of course, you have our favorite character, from previous episode, Barney Feifel. No, it's Fife. It's Fife. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> out there. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah. So the, the great thing about this is that uh, Rance Howard, Ron Howard's father, was uh, basically in the original pilot of this show itself, of the fictional town of Mayberry-verse. So uh, it's Mayberry, but uh, they had their own universe of it. So anyways, uh what was the spinoff? Terrible, terrible spinoff. Uh, Gomer Pyle. Golly, Sergeant. Oh, yeah, Gomer Pyle was good, out. but Mayberry RFD. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ken that, Berry. That was ter- yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> he was also yeah. another spinoff, Mama's Family. Hopefully none of you have. Oh, well, G- yeah. George, if yeah. you take Mama's Family, that'll be better than another <laughs> Law and Order. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> Mama's Family. <laughs> All right, so George, 
your number two spinoff. What oh no, <laughs> he's got another one. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, I don't think you have another one. I think you're going to do something different. I, I have faith in you. What you got? Well, September 2001 to June 2011, 10 seasons, 195 <laughs> episodes, Law and Order Criminal Intent. Oh, jeez. Uh, and this one, it focuses on like high profile cases done by the, the major case squad. And, and they, uh, it, 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 this one's a little different in that it, the show focuses on the actions of the criminals often like scenes of the, the victims perpetrators lives that don't involve the police. So that's the kind of difference. Is this Vincent so, Donofrio's one? This, this is him. And, um, uh, Julia Ormond is, is in there. Uh, Catherine Irby, I guess is how yeah. you pronounce it. Jay uh, Sanders. Um, <laughs> but they, they came in at the, you know, at the, not about season 10, Oh, uh, I guess of this. I gotta, but, uh, I gotta be honest, George. I have not seen one of these since Carbon Burson left. <laughs> that's LA that Law. L- that's LA Law. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, the first anyway. season. First season is Jerry Orbaugh, and then they have Paul Sorvino. They have like people that you know you wouldn't even think is on this show. We're in the yeah, good season. good actors. I mean, yeah, great yeah. actors. You know, so Law yeah. and Order, Criminal Intent. <laughs> The thing, the thing got stuck. Sorry. Okay. Someone take the button away from Tom. Yeah, please. Uh, my number f- uh, two comes from, uh, actually only lasted one season. It comes from the Upstart WB Network, and it's a spinoff of both Tiny Toon Adventures and Animaniacs. I'm talking about Pinky and the Brain. Oh, which, yeah. Which were a mouse. So good. Two mice trying to take over the world. And that's pretty much it. They have a, some sort of scheme and it always goes wrong because uh, Pinky, Spoiler. the uh, British sounding taller mouse always ends up, you know, destroying it. And Brain, who's pretty much modeled after Orson Welles. What are you going to do tonight, Brain? We said that we're going to take over the world. Over the world. <laughs> <laughs> but you have all these uh, wild schemes and some of them involved... Um, uh, some of the uh, celebrities of the time because this aired in the 90s, but real clever show. And sometimes the most clever shows never get that second chance to you know move on. But I hear there might possibly might be a spinoff or revival in the works. But oh. uh, yeah, but I wish uh, they would. I, I had a shirt, Pinky in the Brain, because I thought it was so good. I thought <laughs> it was so good. One season. And yeah. And it's, it was fun, too. They kind of. um so, uh, sometimes they had the 30 minute episode. Sometimes it split it up where you'd have two 15 minute episodes. They couldn't make the story go the whole way, but uh, good stuff. Great cartoon. Uh, you know, it's predictable, but it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know where you're going, but it's just fun getting there each episode. So pinking in the brain is my number two best nice. spinoff. So we move on now to our number one frozen or not frozen fast food dessert. It could be frozen. <laughs> uh, what you got, Joseph? Well, I don't think it has, you know, a chance in hell of making it now, but it's the McDonald's Oreo McFlurry. Uh, I put it on there because it's more readily available, you know, uh, uh, than than the Blizzard. It it could get a vote, Joseph. A a vote. A vote. Exactly. No, but uh, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about it. Okay, there you go. 
<laughs> Just go All right. My, my number one also probably won't make it, Joseph, so don't feel bad. It is also from Dairy Queen. It's kind of their crown Sunday, which is called the Peanut Buster Parfait, which has, uh, it's probably, it's in a giant glass. And you, you really can't eat this in the car. This is not car friendly because it has made with hot fudge. Or so on it, a motorcycle. It melts very quickly. <laughs> so, but it has, uh, you know, uh, the ice cream, Dairy Queen ice cream. One roll of hot fudge, midway through another roll of hot fudge, the ice cream again, and then peanuts, mm. and then some more hot fudge. So, so but if you're so actually at, if you're actually at the restaurant, it is uh, quite the treat. But uh, like I said, it's not going to make it home. <laughs> <laughs> it's not making it home. Do y'all remember uh, in Houston a place called Farrell's? Oh yeah, they yeah, used, yeah, yeah. They used to make they used to make great parfaits. I think of parfaits as like you know sort of the 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 soda pop kind of malt place kind of thing. Parfaits are wonderful, but I, I know what you're talking about. Love that yeah. one. Well, now uh, you know they're trying to kind of change the parfait thing because you know Chick Fil A has the yogurt parfait and they used to start yogurts are making them parfaits. You know, are all yogurt made now, so there's no yeah. kind of classic ice cream, but except for this one from Dairy Queen. So that's my number. Nice. Number one, yeah, any I'm, honorable mentions on the list? I, I'm really uh, impressed. Uh, I thought we were going to hear something from you from Arby's. I know how much you love Arby's. I really, you know. I was thinking it too, George. Their signature was, item is a Jamocha shake, which I never liked. And I Well, was no, really, they have those those pies. Uh, I, I was trying. I really tried. And, I, you know, yeah. Taco Bell I got on. I couldn't work You're going to lose your endorsement. Uh, I know, I know, but you know, I'm so strong on the potato cakes and the, and the actual roast beef sandwich. I think I might be able to salvage it. So, uh, <laughs> so if you hear Arby's commercials in the middle of this next week, you know, I'm good. So, <laughs> Hey guys, I'm going to take time to, to speak about Arby's and their brand new classic sandwich. So <laughs> you, you already, you already do that. Uh, yeah. I, I have an honorable mention of the, um, uh, strawberry Sunday from Sonic. It's, it's not anything spectacular, but it's just solid and it's good. And that is my family knows if they're going to Sonic, that's what they need to bring back for dad. So, so, so mine is my honorable mention is the Whataburger strawberry shake. And oh. both of these though, have a little interesting tidbit to them. Uh, the reason why I didn't make the list is because uh, there is a reality check. Whenever you have the strawberry type ice cream desserts. Uh, and it has to do with the dye that is used to make them sort of red. And do you know what that is, George? Arsenic? No, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, Are you about if to you, ruin my dessert? I <laughs> think I am. I think I am. It's called right. death uh, red. <laughs> so so uh, the way... Blood the, from sparrows. The <laughs> way it works, and Starbucks recently got, got sort of heated for this because they're Starbucks and they deserve to get heat for being so pretentious. But uh, basically, uh, a lot of these ice creams, <laughs> a lot of these ice creams uh, that have the red dye come from uh, uh, cochineal which if you ever have passed by like cactus and you see, it looks like little spiders have put like a little web on it. They're like little white things. You can pick these up and when you squish them, it looks like you cut your finger because it's all red. Basically it's a parasite. It's a bug. And what they do is they crush up these bugs to give you the red dye. Now, historically, okay, this has been the process used Ever since the founding of our country, the red coats use this same dye to dye their coats red. So oh. you have a little bit of his, historical fact there, but uh, yeah. So 
anytime you have that shake and all that, understand you're you're having a little bit of bug with it. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. <Yay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have no honorable mentions. Uh I I should have had an Arby's one at least, but anyway, you, let's you don't have now. any bug stories. Uh, <laughs> bug. No, no, no bugs in the. In nope. the uh, so let's move on now to the number one spinoff. Joseph, what you got? Okay, I think you're going to know this one because uh, basically it comes uh, from Love American Style. Yes, yes, I do know this one. And and, and yeah. uh, the episode of Love American Style was called what? Do you know that? Love and the Happy Day. Happy days. That, yes. <laughs> Love in the happy days, which is where it came from. So happy days from 1974 to 1984. Uh, hey. You know, the spinoffs, uh, Laverne Shirley, uh, Mark and Mindy, out yep. of the blue, Joey loves Chachi and Plainsky's beauties. Yeah, all from remember. Love American stuff. Out of the yep. blue with the angel, and then yeah, and then uh, what was the other one? Uh, Blansky's beauties, terrible. Yeah, Blansky's beauties was terrible. That just but completely I, destroyed the timeline and stuff too, because they had Scott Bayo on Blansky's beauties and Richie's girlfriend on Blansky's beauties playing different characters. So it's like <laughs> it, this is confusing. <laughs> So confusing, but Happy Days itself, so good, you know, at least for the first four seasons. That's yeah, when well they uh, there's a debate on Happy Days here now, and we've had this debate for years. Is it better the first couple seasons without the studio audience, or is it better with the studio audience? Because a lot of people think, you know, those first, because if you watch the first two seasons, or yeah, it's like a movie, because you, you have the close-ups of Howard and stuff like that. Right. The third season, they have that play presentation where they can't really do a lot of close-ups. Yeah, and didn't and they uh, change the amount of cameras that they were using? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, for, yeah. The, for, the, for the whole play presentation, there's a lot of cameras. It was like a, a, a one-camera thing or you know, on, on the first two seasons where they had the, uh, yeah. you know. So I think they're both good. I just like, I think for, for feeling and, and like really heartfelt stuff, I think those first two seasons are really, you know, even though people like they didn't have the, the laugh track was terrible. <laughs> it was, just, you know, it was the one from I Love Lucy that was on. I think shows. it has everything to do with Chuck. Everything <laughs> to do with Chuck. The brother that <laughs> never just disappeared. About. The brother that just disappeared. We don't talk about Chuck anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's the spinoff I want to see is Chuck. what Chuck. happened to Chuck. <laughs> uh, all that time you know. <laughs> so good yeah happy days and, okay there and i had a problem let me just tell you i had a problem with some of those shows on my list that that uh, that came from like one episode or something like that it was kind of like i kind of considered the show had to be like established to make it my number one that was just me but i i i don't discount that i don't discount uh the simpsons either uh, but for some oh, reason, my, yeah. on my honorable mention, the Simpsons. Yeah. I, I have Tracy that. As, yeah. They, that was a little bit different though, because that really wasn't part of the show. It was a sketch show. And that was just like a segment, a segment. Of right. It, yeah. yeah. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. So That's there you go. it's not my number one. It's George. What is your list. number one? I'm going to guess SVU. Am I so, correct? Oh wait, no. Let me mother of God. Tom, let me just at least say it. And then you can do the thing. <laughs> What in the name of Christopher Maloney is going on in here? (laughs) So it is Law & Order Special Victims Unit. This goes all the way back to 1999. 23 (laughs) seasons, guys. 23 seasons. Ice-T on that one. uh, Yeah, Ice-T is in this one. Ice-T on that one. My my favorite episode of this one was uh, when Jim (laughs) met Sherman Hemsley. (laughs) 
All right. All right. Is it oh, the special yeah. victims? Yeah, yeah, it is. Ice uh, T came to visit me. So what happened? Tell me what what uh, what down. So the show is about these detectives <laughs> well, Mr. Jefferson, uh, no, who investigate sexually based crimes and crimes against children, the elderly, and the the disabled. Uh, but uh, and the DJs, don't forget and, the DJs. DJs that are groped by African American. I never said that. Brother. I never said he was. I said he was just fr- super friendly. So. <laughs> I never said it, man. I never said that. <laughs> Leave me alone, Ice T. I want to know the truth. <laughs> Richard Belzer, get out of here. <laughs> uh, my number one. Sam Waters, dude. Sorry. I'll stand by it. Special Victims Unit, SVU, Law and Order, SVU. I think oh. it's the uh, Oreo McFlurry of our of our spinoffs <laughs> right now. <laughs> For years, I thought it was SUV, but I realized that was yeah. something different. Yeah. No, that's right. coming out next fall. Where they- <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it is. <laughs> All right. They wow. drive around. They drive around and solve crimes in an, in an SUV. You know. So. My number one show started in 2015. A spinoff from the very popular show Breaking Bad. Is oh, Better Call Saul. I love this show. About yeah. the lawyer Saul Goodman. Of course, we see the whole backstory that he's really not Saul Goodman from the beginning. The first couple seasons, he is Jimmy. He is Jimmy, the slipping Jimmy, the uh, lawyer who gets his uh, you know degree from. Another Michael McKean. Uh, yes, and, and that's why I want to do this. It's, it's kind of a frame. It bookends my whole list. Michael McKean uh, with Laverne and Shirley. And now he's in this show playing his brother, uh, Chuck, which, you know, he is like the established lawyer and Jimmy McGill, who played by, uh, of course, uh, Bob Odenkirk is the, uh, is, is Saul, he turns into Saul Goodman ends up, uh, you know, just going bad. And we know his story from breaking bad, but this really kind of, this is like, I don't know other show to me has examined a character, you know, and kind of just added so many layers to the character. And, uh, I mean, and they kind of took Breaking Bad and realized what they did with Breaking Bad is people, if you're invested in a good story, we can even slow this down even more. <laughs> yeah. Like one scene, uh, one of the characters was just running, <laughs> you know, 10 minutes of him running and getting caught and putting himself in oil and just trying to escape this whole uh, drug cartel that's looking for him. And they had time to do was that. that the because- one where he drank his own pee? No, that's not the way. Oh, oh, okay. But uh, that Watching was another one. That was another one that spent a whole yeah. episode in in the desert, basically. So, I think with the with what Breaking Bad did it was give this show a lot of freedom to do some really interesting things. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. made some of the best episodes in uh, in I think TV history. That one called Chicanery or whatever, or that mm. one is yeah. with 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 michael mcdonald on trial michael mcdonald michael mckeon is uh you know facing uh uh you know he puts him on the stand and everything and he says he's, he's allergic to uh electricity and they, they turn off all the lights and he hands him something electric and just the whole kind of twist they they use every Spoiler. possible every yeah. possible thing uh every to uh you know uh, to move the plot forward. But uh, like I said, what, I, I want to give you more spoilers, but uh, Better Call Saul is the best spinoff I've seen. Well, and one thing, I, I love this show, uh, and I, I love Be- Breaking Bad. The writing is exceptional. Uh, but one thing that you haven't mentioned is this is a prequel. Yes. To yeah. Breaking Bad. So characters that you watch develop on that other show and ultimately meet their demise, like one of my favorite assassins, Mike 
Air, Airman Trout. Aaron Trout. Iron Trout. Iron Trout. Uh, yeah. I, I was. I was. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> listen to our Assassins episode. Uh, you get to see him again, and you get to see uh, the chicken guy, uh, Frank. Gus. Yeah. Frank. And, yeah. and it catches up, you know, in the thing. Gustavo. And I think the yeah. big thing, the big payoff for the fans of this show, they, they get a great show. And they also, you know, I forgot about it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is part of Breaking Bad. They got to kind yeah. of all kind oh, it's of. so good on its own. Yeah. They got to kind of collide with Breaking Bad. And now you see as the later season, in the later seasons, things kind of collide with Breaking Bad. Yeah closer so uh but yeah so that's my selection for number one spinoff yeah. is better call and there's even you you even have a, a point in the series where uh you see walter white pre drug manufacturer walter white yep. and uh uh and what's his name jesse yeah yeah um but uh yeah this this is really good this is good all right. So, any any uh, honorable mentions for uh, spinoffs? I really don't have any. I mean, like I said, I, I respect The Simpsons. I respect Happy Days, and uh, you know, Maud and that stuff too. Were shows of its time. But is there anything you guys would like to mention? Well, uh, um, oh, go ahead, Joseph. I'll, I'll wait. Oh, okay. Facts of Life. I had Boston Legal on there. The Flash. I did have The Simpsons oh. as an oh. honorable mention. Rhoda. Uh, George's favorites, Knots Landing. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a, it's just, it shouldn't have been in the Knots show. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Benson from Soap. Yeah. And uh, I did have Green Acres from Petticoat Junction. Good. So there you go. Did you know that Urkel, I, I didn't know that show in my research, where that, that no. Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Oh, that's God. right. Yeah. 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 Two Cousin Larry. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> George, do you have any? Uh, uh, so there are a lot of other law and order uh, programs that uh, I didn't. Mean, and that's what oh, made this come on. So oh, good Lord. So, anything besides law and order. Yeah. Anything, but you can't talk about law and order anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, no. All right. Well, wow. George, I hope you're proud of yourself. Hope Richard, hope you get that family. I don't know Richard where Miller. all this judgment comes from. Uh, you know, are you trying to actually get on the show? Is is a victim or, or play like a, somebody that? In the, what's going on here? What's the? What's the? I know that you watched a lot. <laughs> you of know TV. what? Just just stick to your Arby's endorsement, and I'll I'll take care of my my. He just wants to be Sherman Hemsley. Robots for Arby's potato cakes. <laughs> all right, so there, there's going to be a murder on. It's going to be. Uh, Law and Order podcast murder is what, what's that? <laughs> Law and Order CCR investigations. Uh, well, I think I think with uh, his his contributions to this list and all that, we're probably gonna have write-ins, which uh, brings us to a new part of our show. Oh yeah, which this is, is a new uh, segment. Yeah, Go yeah, on. new segment, new segment. So this segment is called "We're Sorry We Suck." Uh, <laughs> Oh, this geez. is our first contributions. <laughs> I did is, not agree to that, that title. <laughs> it's from uh, Patrick Edward, who writes in about episode 106, Candy on a Stick. Apparently, we made a huge boo-boo when we forgot to mention Astro Pops. That's right, oh, Astro Pops. I remember those, yeah. That was that that sort of uh, cone-shaped like candy that uh, you could sort of whittle down 
you know, with your mouth to make a shiv and stick it in someone, (laughs) uh, which all kids did. You would always have to poke someone when you just got the right, the right sharpness to it and all that. So the very very end of it, Joseph was like this wax thing too. It was like, it uh, was, it was was like, like, yeah, it was a, you know, it came in three flavors. Basically the cone had uh, cherry passion fruit and pineapple. And so, uh, yeah, that, that was a really good, good, candy on a stick that we totally forgot so we're sorry we suck what what is his name (laughs) patrick edward patrick edward sorry patrick edward sorry sorry patrick we will endeavor to uh to do better uh (laughs) yes george (laughs) is gonna get some letters on this one but let's let's start with do we offer a refund how does this work what do we do no 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 refunds (laughs) no refunds once you listen to the show it's all over Uh, um fast food desserts no you can't get the time back fast food desserts we have three in common the cinnamon twist from taco bell wendy's chocolate frosty and the blizzard from dairy queen so we just need two more there jack-in-the-box chocolate overload Subway's cookies, McDonald's apple pie, McDonald's ice cream cone, Dairy Queen ice cream cone, McFlurry, and the peanut buster parfait. What is the other two we're going with, guys? I'm I'm gonna throw a vote for the the apple pie. Uh, Joseph, can you bring one of those back from Hawaii? Since he's going I'm, to Hawaii, I'm we got, bringing we got to, it back. It may be a couple of days old, but we'll bring you one back. Okay, we got to go I'm, for it since he's gonna do some Hawaii kind of go get that. <laughs> okay. Um. So what we else? Got, we have ice cream represented. Do we want to go in the cookie realm or the cake realm oh, or, or keep it ice yeah. creamy? No, let's do that. Subway's cookies. Subway's cookies or Jack in the Box's uh, cake? I go with Subway's cookies because I've had them. I, okay. I, would, I would go for the cake, George. I've just never had it. And they'd be delicious. Yeah, Subway, Subway cookies is mine. So. I, and I don't think the, the cookie is 1,600 calories. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Taco Bell, Cinnamon Twist, Subway's Cookies, Wendy's Chocolate Frosty. That's good. Blizzard from Dairy Queen and McDonald's Apple Pie, but it has to be the fried one from Hawaii. Yeah. So good luck, folks. That's a, that's a good list. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right, of our Hawaiian to, listers. Aloha. Right <laughs> now to spinoffs, let's take, we take one law and order from spinoffs, and then we do whatever. I think SVU is probably the one that I know the most. Yes. What do you think, George? One law okay. and order. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> You've really watched all these shows, and you consider them the best spinoffs ever. Okay, guys. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've I've never seen a single Law and Order. Show. What? I knew it. Did you not? <laughs> I knew what it. Happened? What happened? You forgot this. Is what we we're doing today? I, I yeah, I got behind, and uh, <laughs> so I just went to Wikipedia and typed in Law and Order, and that's terrible. I haven't that's seen. Terrible. I, I, I literally, awful. I have not seen a single. <laughs> that is a slap in the face to our listeners. You've just taken so, every oh, crispy curve listener well, standing on Patrick, stage and like Patrick Will Smith, Edward you stomped up and you smacked that. him across the face. So all I'm, I have I'm to say is nuts. That's all I have to say. Nuts. All right. Yeah. So, all right. All right. So let's move on now. Sorry. So we have our Joseph and I have some selections here. We got to go from Frazier, Laverne and Shirley, Jefferson's Boston Legal, Star Trek Next Generation, Greed Acres, Andy Griffith Show, Pinky in the Brain, Happy Days and Better Call Saul. Now, I will say this. Although there's only 10 legitimate entries, all of these are good. Yeah, All of good. these are good. You know, they're, 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 there's not a weak one here. And I'll give George <laughs> the special victims unit. It does has has been lasted probably the longest. Since it does. I think I, my wife watches. I've never it. even I've never even seen one. So if y'all want to take that vote back, 
<laughs> we might. <laughs> uh, well, but I will say Happy Days and Better Call Saul and Star Trek Next Generation, man, that, that was groundbreaking. All three of those. I'm fine with all uh, three of those. Yeah. 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 Those are good. Those are good. And I'm, I'm going to throw it out there uh, because, you know, I didn't think about it, but uh, there's something near and dear to my heart about Pinky and the Brain. I just really, really love that yeah, show. We don't have a cartoon spinoff, do we? That's, oh, let's, let's do true. that. Okay. All right. So we have so Law and one, Order Special Victim. Oh, what? That, sorry. Oh, wait. Don't remind me. Oh, <laughs> man. He, that is depressing. He okay. switched to the he sorry. Switched I, to I, turn, I turned the board around and it had last week's uh, Escape from Witch Mountain. Oh, sorry. my God. It's, sorry. Oh, I'll so erase good. it. PTSD. I'll erase it. I told you I was running, <laughs> I was running late today. Uh, okay. So. You're Frosty Dipper. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so Law and Order Special Victims. Not a unit. French fry. <laughs> oh, no. Star Trek: The Next Generation, Pinky the Brain, Happy Days, and Better Call Saul. That's a good list. It Lots is a good list. Week. Oh, yeah. so we're keeping Law and Order. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We got to right. keep one of your selections. The case of the Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> case of the Frosty Dipper. Paul Sorvino <laughs> and Jerry Orbach are looking for the Frosty Dipper. <laughs> Sam Waterston's putting him on trial. All right. Well, Did you we dip go. Frosties? All Law right. and Order, Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation, Picky in the Brain, Happy Days, Better Call Saul. Frosty Dipper. And what are we, and what are we eating with that? Yes, while we're watching Cinnamon Twist, Subway Cookies, Frosty, with or without fries, uh, <laughs> the Blizzard from Dairy Queen, and... The one and only Michael McDonald's apple pie. Apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted apple pie from McDonald's. Want an apple pie and frosty and a blizzard dairy queen. Subway's cookies and cinnamon twist from the Taco Bell. You know, we didn't even, there's no reason to be Michael McDonald right now. There's, I said you have McDonald in there. My, McDonald's. So McDonald's, Michael McDonald's. I thought we were talking about Better Call Sal, the, the flub on Better Call Sal. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. All right. He doesn't know what's going on. George Pageant doesn't know. He wasn't prepared for the show. He put law and order in every slot. Sorry. <laughs> I'll try harder next week. Please try harder next week. The, the listeners deserve better. This is the what second we, week in a row. Do you we have, destroyed. do we have the thing? No, that is not true. What, uh, do we know what we're doing next week? Have, have we got the thing from the home office? No, we have not, but oh, okay. I know you want to start researching now uh, since uh, after this flub. Uh, well, I, I feel like I need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's the canister. All right, let's go ahead and shoot that up. Get out the shovels. All right, all right. we good to go. Go all to crispycoderobots.com. That's all the information there. You can find out about George, myself, and actually uh, Joseph has a bio now up there. Yep. And uh, he, he's a father. Have a he's picture a, of Tom. He's a husband and father. That's what we know. Yeah. We make that's very important. We say that he's a husband and father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we got in, we got in trouble with the first bio. We didn't mention that. <laughs> yeah. The universe went crazy. Nebular's yeah. uh, dad. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this? Uh, what voice is that? What is that? 
What, is, what are you doing to my son? He's a father. father has a he's a father. Accent. He's a husband. Before he's a crispy good robot. Um, <laughs> Where are we? What are we? So, George, uh, go ahead and do your final line. There will be no interruptions of any sort of any of these te- terrible voices. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, remember, there's always tomorrow, and there's always frosty dippers. Yeah. <laughs>